welcome back to the Adventure Continues podcast. And today's topic in true tradition will be told to us by Mariah. <laughs> it is the real self-care. We are debunking. Ooh, debunking. The, Good yes. word. I like that. The root, like what everyone's go-to self-care is and going to just give a spin on it as we usually do. Yeah, a real angle twist that most people don't really think about because when you think self-care, you immediately get a few things in your head, right? Mm-hmm. You'll get an idea of skincare. You'll get an idea of different things. But we're coming at you with something more special. Yeah, what we're hoping you'll get from this podcast is self-care that actually rejuvenates you. Mm -hmm. A self-care that goes deeper than just your body. It gets you to being more you. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. You more you. The ability to help others. Yeah. And you'll improve your state of mind and overall emotional state as well. Like, you'll just feel better. And by that, the ripple effect will be massive. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that this whole thing on beyond the body that you said, babe, that Mm -hmm. it goes deeper than just the body. Because when I think of self-care, really, I think Mm -hmm. self-care meaning what? I don't know. Girls get their nails done. Guys get a haircut. Facials, facials. massages. Yeah, Yeah. that's like self-care. Or even coming home and, uh, I don't know, getting into a bath, right? Mm -hmm. So... Let's talk about what we mean here. Yeah. Okay. So self-care, first of all, by definition. Yes. That's, you that's wanna, a good place. You're, you're the definition Okay. Guy. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the dictionary says it is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. But so, what we're talking about, what we're going to be referring to in this podcast is partially that, but more so the mental self-care and what people do to improve their state of mind or removing blocks that keep you from being you. Yeah, because I think essentially when you go and you need a bath after a long day or something like that, you're trying to solve some kind of an issue, right? Like, it's been a long day, I need a bath, I need to relax. So. You're trying to bring more of you back out because you've been burdened by the bad day. And here we're saying, well, let's look. Is the bath the real solution or is there something more that will really handle it so you feel more yourself again? Yeah, because realistically, a bath and a glass of wine like doesn't handle the stress or doesn't handle the upset with your boss or anything like that. It's kind of just a, a Band-Aid. Right. For for the moment, but it doesn't actually handle the real problem. So you, you don't actually feel like it was like an effective self-care. Yeah, it's a temporary solution. So you had the bath, you had the glass of wine and you went to sleep and you woke up in the morning and you're back to square one. Yeah, we're not saying though, don't take baths and have glasses of, course, of wine do because it. obviously... It's so fun, girl. <laughs> yes. Fun. But if you're doing it, you need to, you know, from the point of view of like, oh, I want to do it for fun or for relaxation. Like that, that's different. You're not looking at it as a solution, but rather you're putting it there as like an activity you want to do. Yeah, a good thing I like to explain is like you can take a holiday because it's the next fun thing you want to create in your life and you and your partner want to go on holiday or you can take a holiday because you need a break from work. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? There's two different angles. One is like, life has hit me so hard, man, I need a holiday. And one is like, no, I want to take it get into a new kind of action here let's go on a holiday and travel the world or go relax somewhere so again you can take a bath because you're like you know what i freaking earned this i've been working hard today i'm going to spoil myself i'm going to take a bath or it's like i need to escape my life with a bath and some wine I, i look at it as like one is like you're trying to dive deeper into life Mm-hmm. And the other one is I'm trying to avoid certain yeah. elements of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's the big difference there. So our first tip, our first little concept that we're going to get yes. into is we're going to call it give, 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 then you love. Mm, this is an amazing concept. Mm-hmm. So the whole amazing concept here is most people think that they need to get 
from someone and then they will love that someone. For example, I need to get kisses from Mariah. I need to get help from Mariah and then I will love Mariah. Or I need to get help from my parents and because of that I love them. But no, the truth is that you love only those things that you give to first. Mm -hmm. You need to give. I need to give help to Mariah. I need to give love to Mariah. I need to give time to Mariah and then I will love her. So it's true. not the other way around. Mm -hmm. It's not that you get and then you love. It's that you give, 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 and then you love those things you give to. So true. And just like a slightly different angle on it, but yeah. on the same thing is also people think they need to love something before they give. Mm -hmm. They need to love their job before they give a bunch of their time. Right. But in reality, if you don't love your job, it's because you didn't give enough you have to give first exactly and that's where like when people find like their passions and and whatever it's because they give so much mm -hmm. and then they're like oh wow it's my passion yeah. they fall in love with it but it's right. because they gave so much in the beginning so Absolutely. it's a really cool indicator to look at things and be like oh if if i'm not like yeah like i said loving work i'm, mm -hmm. I'm not giving enough yeah that's a major thing guys listen to that if you don't love it's not because you didn't get enough and it's not that you first need to love before you give. You give and then you love. Think about a mother who's pregnant and she loves the child like crazy before she even met the child because she's given months of her life to this life. Mm -hmm. She's given, 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 and then she loves. Mm -hmm. There was not love first and then because she loves, she gives. No, moms first give a ton and then they love. So true. That's a great example. Also, people, you can see their like their confidence with their body and different things usually come from because they gave so much. They put so much of their time and effort, effort and, and whatnot yeah. into fitness and working out and whatever. And then they love their body. Right. And I had a big win on this. And I think I've talked about it in a few podcasts because it became so real to me. I would have like um, a friend that was like, listen, like I'm over 20. I'm a mom now. I can't wear, you know, I, I don't know. Let's just say short shorts. I'm anymore. over 20. I'm old. I'm yeah. really old, you know, yeah. I'm over 20, things are different. Yeah, and like, I'm a mom and whatever. And then this person, like, six, seven years later started working out so hard. Like, she is so fit, she's lifting heavy weights, whatever. Amazing. And even though, like, of course I see she's more fit or whatever, but I always thought she had an amazing body. Yeah. The only thing that changed was her viewpoint. She gave, 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 and now she loves her body. And now she's wearing short shorts, she's wearing those sexy outfits, and she's a mom of two now. Wow. She has more kids, and it's not the viewpoint anymore of I'm over 20 and I'm a mom. It's, it's a different state of mind. Exactly. I love that. And mm -hmm. now she can wear whatever because she gave. And you find that the things that are important to you are the things that you gave a lot to. Mm -hmm. Like even if you think about your body, right? The body is so important to us. We don't want to lose it. You don't want to die. And the whole thing is that you give your body so much. You wash it every day. You feed it every day. You listen to it every day. You let it rest every day. You do all kinds of things for your body. So yeah, you love the body. You make sure that it's very well taken care of and it's important to you. But do you do the same for your bank account, for your business, for your work, for your relationship? Do you give that much? Well, maybe not. And then you don't love it as much. It's a really so interesting true. connection. So true. Also, I have two examples. One, yeah. just said when you were saying, do you give it to your work? Do you give it? It reminded me of when I was a kid mm -hmm. and you like I would have specific uh, subjects that I loved more. Like yeah. I would love math more. Yeah. And it's because I gave more time into it and I did more of it. Mm -hmm. Or like I was in gymnastics and I hated beam. 
Oh, yeah. But I loved all the rest. And they're like, it's because you're not as good at Beam. That's why you don't like it. And they made me, like, focus on Beam the most. And I ended up loving Beam the oh, most. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Yeah. So exactly. that's example number one. Example number two, it. back to the mom thing. Yeah. Something I find so beautiful that I haven't related to yet, mm-hmm. but something that I really admire in moms is moms, after they give birth, they'll say that they fell in love with their body so much more mm-hmm. after. Yeah. And it's because they, they gave yeah. so much Right. They gave like another human life. Yes. Like they did that. Absolutely. Huge investment into their body and another's body through mm. their body. Yeah. So of course. So it's... it gives you like a whole like I, I can't wait to experience that. A whole extra layer of love. Right. That would be super special. I wish I could get pregnant to try that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say because you can't get pregnant. Exactly. If I could, I don't know if I'd say the same thing. So um, yeah. the whole thing is, is if you feel like you mentally need more self-care, you need to look at that area that you're trying to get self-care from and give more. Mm. So if you're like, oh, I need to get, you know, self-care after a hard day's work. Mm-hmm then you probably need to give more into your work. Yeah, I know. That's valid. And people will think, no, but I give so much to my work. I, every day I'm there for hours. I work so hard. I do what my boss tells me. But if you look, you'll see that actually you don't give. You do things, but it's always under protest. You don't really want to do it. You do it because you have to. You do it because it's the next thing. And the whole time you're hitting the brakes hard while doing it. You're protesting the action. So it's not really that you gave. Mm -hmm. You did work, but you didn't give. You didn't create on it, right? Mm -hmm. Or I just want to say, or you hear this and you're like, "Mm, I knew I could have busted out a few more emails that day, but I didn't. Or I knew like, you know, you can do a bit more. Right. And by knowing that in the back of your head, you know that. You didn't give it your all. You didn't give. Yeah, you didn't give. So you start not loving it. Exactly. And so that's, you know, again, back to the whole self-care thing. You want to do self-care because you want to improve your state of mind or whatever. Or removing whatever blocks are coming between living your life and you being there to create on your life. So one layer of removing that block is actually realizing that when you feel that there's a block in a certain area, you need to check, did I actually give here? Did I actually give, give, give in my work? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. good. I like that. I like that a lot. The next concept is wins. And Mm -hmm. we always use this term. And we always just throw out the word wins, but we never really discussed what it is. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe we have. I don't know. But anyways, it stands for what I am now. Yeah, that's a new definition, right? Yeah, I think we got that from your dad. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, like a win is like, oh, an achievement or something that you wanted to do and you did. Or Mm -hmm. sometimes it could be something that you didn't want to do and you didn't do. Like, I don't want to eat sweets all day long. And at the end of the day, you're like, I didn't do it. So, Mm -hmm. yes, so it's a win. But this is, think about this, what I am now. Mm -hmm. How I've improved. What is new about me? Yeah, I like it because I remember I would have a win. And I would say it and I'd be like, but I don't think I'm going to keep on with it Mm, in the future. Like I am doing it right now, but I don't think I can consistently do it. Oh, I see. And your dad would be like, it's not about that. You need to validate the now. Right now you're doing it. Yeah. And so I think it's cool that wins for what I am now because you're in the moment of now. You're not thinking about, oh, I didn't do it for 10 years or I'm not going to be able to hold up that thing for 10 years. It's validating it in the now. Yeah. And what happened a second ago and what happened... What will happen in a second Mm -hmm. is not the point. It doesn't take away from it. Yeah. still... Now. Yeah. So you have this wow moment. It's a win. It's what you are now. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So wins. Talk about it. Yeah. So this concept and how it applies to self-care is when you validate, when you acknowledge these improvements, it really helps your state of mind. It's a biggest thing I've ever learned, I think. The most important lesson here is acknowledging 
the improvements. It's a game freaking changer. Mm-hmm. Your dad uh, has a definition for success, which is success is the sum of all validated improvements. Yeah. So you can't feel successful or you can't succeed unless you're able to look at all the amazing things. Yeah, let's break that down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sum, right? You've added up the sum. Like two plus two, the sum is four. So the sum of all your validated, meaning you said, yes, they're there. Well done. Improvements. If you take all the times that you improved, but not just improved, but you noticed and you said, wow, well done, I improved. And you take all those moments that you did that and you add that up, you'll have success. Yeah, it's actually people think, oh, I'm going to be more successful by finding what's wrong with things and then kind of like fixing those and whatever. You actually will have faster success if you look at what you did right. And it's so true. Think about most people look in the mirror and what do they see? What's wrong? Yeah, they see their flaws. And then like 10 years later, they look back and they're like, I thought I was overweight then. I thought that. And you kind of wish you were back then. Like right now, even when my skin's breaking out or different things, I'm like, I have to validate that my other parts of my skin that look amazing. Right. 100%. Because there's going to be a time where my skin's all wrinkly and I'm going to be like, I wish I had the smooth skin with a few pimples. I'd rather have that than the wrinkles. Yeah. And even if you validate your breakouts and you say even the bad part and you say, wow, it's amazing that my body's creating this and there's something about it that also looks good. (laughs) Really, if you find it, because the thing is every bad has good in it Mm -hmm. and every good has bad in it so if you validate if you are a radar and detective and you discover the improvements and the wows and the good you have to discover it like columbus discovered the new world like you need to discover the good and then you validate it it is the real self-care yes and you can also validate other people's wins Mm-hmm. Being able to pick up that someone else is doing good in their life and validating that helps yourself too. That's like a good self-care thing, being able to see that in others. Major. I mean, most people think, okay, so I just need to focus on me. But imagine if you help put it there for somebody else. You improve them and in the exact same breath, you improve you. Yeah. A fun little hack if you're struggling to f- find things to validate in your life is be able to validate things in other people's lives. Sometimes, you know, we can be our own worst enemy. But if you can point out and spot different things that other people are doing that is good, you'll start seeing those things in yourself as well. Mm, that's awesome. That's very true. Yeah, which kind of segues mm-hmm. into the next point, which is who you are is your viewpoint on others. So if you want to have, you know, a good state of mind, you should also see where does your mind go when you're, you know, judging others or looking at others. Yeah, exactly. Because you'll find that you see that somebody else is super uh, stupid, okay? And you, everybody that you see, you say, oh, they're so stupid, they're so stupid. You'll see that actually you think about yourself that you're stupid too. You think that you do stupid things. You'll find that what you see in others is what you think of yourself, which is not true. You are not stupid. You are perfect. But you start putting this stuff there in others and you secretly think that you have that too. And if instead, like everybody has bad, but everybody also has good, if instead you find the good and you say, you know what, that person's actually pretty intelligent on this, on this tiny subject. Find what you can give them something that you can validate, right? It, like Just discover it. In the stupid person, find the tiny little part that they're intelligent and say, wow, okay, they're intelligent on that. And you find this other person, you say, wow, they're really witty. And that person's super funny. And you start focusing on the good in the other person and not fault finding and judging. You'll find that all of a sudden you'll see that in yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And if you can't see good in others, you'll never see good in yourself. Exactly. So it's a cool thing to practice. And also you'll realize that like when you spot these good things in others, you're actually the one putting it there. Yeah. Like the saying is the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. So it isn't, then it brings up the question like, is the person actually beautiful or is it you putting the beauty there? It's you putting the beauty there. It's you putting the beauty, putting there. The beauty exactly. there. So yeah. when you can spot these different things, you are putting it there. Right. And that is a superpower because if you are able to put good out there, you can create literally good in every dynamic of your life. Yeah, in everything that you do. If you go to a social environment and you think it's boring, it'll be boring. Mm-hmm. Or you can make it exciting and a great place to be and a networking opportunity. Then that's what you'll get. But that whole concept is major. You only have what you put there. That's the truth. Like, you can walk into a room and not see much. Or you can actually put the room there and all of a sudden you'll see that there's way more there. You can have a friend that you think is really silly. Or you can have a friend that's really intelligent because what you have is what you put there. You can look at yourself in the mirror and see bad and that's what you'll have is bad or you can look at yourself and you can see amazing because what you have is what you put there yeah so your situation in life your universe your life that you are living is literally your viewpoint on life like what you put there if you don't have good friends you need to put good friends there 100 see the good in what your friends do see good in people there's this thing where people will be like oh no i'm a realist It's not that I'm an optimist or a pessimist. I'm a realist. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, that's what you're going to get in life. If you want a cool, fun life, be an optimist. Put good there all the time. Exactly. Who cares if other people think, oh, you're an optimist, you're this, you're that. You're like, okay, well, at least I'm living in a beautiful dream world that's (laughs) full of color and beauty and amazingness while you're living in black and white darkness. Yeah. I mean, also the thing is, it's an interesting topic. A realist is like, oh, what is real, right? So I see just what is there. Mm -hmm. First of all, what is there? is what you put there. Again, Mm -hmm. it's really true because you can have two different people in the same situation and one will see opportunity and magic and fun and the other will see, oh, it's terrible and no hope and whatever. Mm -hmm. So the real in the realist is the person that puts something there. But if you think of yourself as a realist, you're basically saying, yeah, what I get given is what is. Yeah, it's not really a create. It's more effect, but it it is put as a middle. Yeah. Like there's optimism, realist. Exactly. And they think they're in the middle and that they see both sides but yeah. they actually don't they're yeah. just effects and by the way nothing is in the middle nothing stays the same so it either goes up or goes down mm-hmm. so if you're a realist and you're just in the middle you're going down mm-hmm. overall but you're going to be more real and more realist and more of a realist and eventually you're going to be a 60 year old or a 30 year old very serious man that <laughs> looks at life in a very tough way or you're a little bit just one percent optimistic one percent at least that'll at least pick you up yeah but you'll notice that most people that say they're realists usually say it as like uh to back like they'll say something more on the negative side yeah, be usually. Like, but i'm but i'm a realist right yeah they never are like oh i'm thinking of the best case scenario but i'm just being a realist <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know so you can even That's see true. there that it, it's never the one percent up usually it's yeah. usually the one percent down exactly and so but what i'm trying to say here is that you don't need to have a drastic optimism but just a little more optimistic than pessimistic and at least you'll improve slightly but we obviously want you to go more but that's thing for you to know is just a little bit find ways that today you can be 
slightly more optimistic than you were a minute ago. And that's a big deal. That's an additional way of real self-care, being a little more optimistic. Yes, good. And our last point is any area that you're complaining in is an area that you need to put more good there. So it kind of ties in with the one above and the, mm-hmm. uh, even the one that says give, 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 right. and then love, but it's a slightly different point of view. Absolutely. So what would be some examples that come to your mind, babe? So kind of like how we spoke about before is your job. Mm-hmm. If you're complaining about your boss, let's just say, for example, you're like, oh, the boss, blah, maybe you need to like give, give a bit more communication. Maybe you're mm-hmm. not communicating enough about what you're feeling. Right. Or maybe you're not communicating enough to even understand what they're feeling to yeah. know why there's this upset. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you're just really, as I said, protesting everything and not showing up to work 110%. You're showing up hungover and you're showing up resisting and, and, and. So yeah, you're going to complain. Because it's an area that you're not putting good there. You're not giving, giving, giving. You're complaining. Yeah. And this is, I, 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 we're saying this in a light way. We don't want you to get introverted about it. And yeah. Get don't like, get all upset and like, shit, yeah. I, I feel bad about myself. Definitely not. But usually the only reason you stop seeing good in a situation or in a person or whatever is because you have some sort of a sin there and seeing bad in them will make you right for whatever you did. Interesting. So yeah. you first, when you start your job, you're like, it's an amazing job. It's so cool. Blah, 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 blah. And then say you clock out five minutes early that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'll just notice over time, you'll start being like, mm, yeah, but you know, the staff isn't that great. My yeah. boss isn't that great. And just, it will be to the, almost the level of your sin in a way. Right, right. You'll find that areas that you complain in, you did something in that area or something similar that wasn't totally kosher, wasn't 100%. Now, again, it's not for you to think, oh, I'm, I'm a terrible, I'm a sinner, I did bad. It's as simple as you recognizing that, oh, okay, like, maybe I did do something that's not super okay. Well, okay, well, from today, I'm going to do great stuff. I'm going to, it's a new moment. What happened in the past is irrelevant, but I'm going to now create more on my day. Give, give, give. And that's really the point here. Yeah, because I, I like using as, like you said, like an indicator not to be upset at myself, but to be like, listen, I, I don't want to not like this job. I want it to be as amazing as it was day one. So this is a cool indicator to be like, all right, this is the area that I need to put more love, put more creation creation into so I can get it back there. Exactly. It's like having a relationship. No one wants to end a relationship in a divorce. Of course. It just feels like it's gone for so long and you just don't know what to do and how to get out of it and whatever. But if you start from the very beginning and you're like, ah, this is an indicator. Yeah. Okay, cool. Or even if you are so far gone in your work and you're like I freaking hate it it's never too late yeah but it's really cool to use it as an indicator because you can really like find the real why and like pinpoint it and yeah not to get upset at yourself that you did stuff but be like okay like we're all we all mess up sometimes because mm-hmm. sometimes it sucks when they do something to you you feel like yeah and you're like upset at them and you feel like you I don't know how to explain it, like you have the upper hand to be upset at them like yeah you can, like you can down push them, them down for doing bad yeah but if you find out like oh I did something too it's a little bit more even and then you're like okay you know what exactly I don't know how to explain it well look you're a super powerful being okay and a super powerful being that complains essentially says look what 
he did to me or look what she did to me or I'm not happy here. That doesn't make sense. You're powerful. You should be the one, again, putting it there. So if you have somebody that supposedly did something wrong to you, now you can say, look how bad you are. No, that's not the point here. You're powerful, meaning you can put whatever you want there. So if you have an area of your life that you're complaining and you need to know that there was something you did that wasn't totally right, that's the real reason. And now it gives you a reason to make them wrong. But you really did something wrong. But you feel better if they were bad. Mm -hmm. So then, okay, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. I'm not so bad because look how bad they are. Oh, okay, okay, that's better. No, you shouldn't be finding what's wrong with them. You should be creating newly and giving, giving, giving. Mm -hmm. And doing that is real like self-care. That's going to make you feel better than a bath and a glass of wine at the end of the night. Yeah. Think how you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Fresh, wagging your tail, looking good. Like you're ready to really take on the day because you'll be truly creating, right? Everything we talked about, giving, putting new things there, looking at the good. These are qualities that like a superhero has, right? Things will roll off your back. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a time to come home and relax because you earned it or to, you know, the day gets hardcore. Fine, it happens. But the majority of the time, you should be creating and thriving and doing amazing. And that's really the point here of this podcast. Yeah, so I hope you apply these tips, give it a go. And I hope that it makes you feel more rejuvenated than, you know, a massage at the end (laughs) of a day. You know, I hope it really spiritually boosts you. A little zing, baby. Imagine every day that you can wake up and make the day yours. And that's what we want for you. Yeah, you're excited to create like on a new canvas every day versus feeling like, you know, you have a dirty canvas and you're just having to create something beautiful on that. Right, right. You actually clean it up and create. And so, by the way, if you have any questions, if some of this was not, you didn't totally get it, if it's confusing, if you have comments, if you, whatever, talk to us, write to us, DM us. We get after every podcast people writing to us and we love it. You can also send us a voice note through this podcast platform that we can then answer your questions on the podcast. And of course, if you had any successes or wows or wins, wins, (laughs) right, what you are now after listening to this, then please tell us. We love, love to hear it. And it genuinely gets us going to continue doing this podcast. So please. Yes, and share it with people. Spread the love. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And the adventure continues.